Parkside Chat. Today we will be talking about co-teaching. Much like many other words that begin with co, such as cooperation, coexisting, and cohesive, co-teaching is the practice of pairing teachers together in a classroom to share the responsibilities of planning, instructing, and assessing students. I'm your host, Jess Ivanelli, and to talk about co-teaching and its benefits, I have with me Ms. Lisa Lafredo, EL teacher from Elmwood Elementary, and Ms. Joanna Arias, EL teacher from John Mills Elementary. I'm excited for the information you are going to share with our listening audience today. Tell us a little bit about yourselves. Hi, I'm Lisa Lafredo. I began my career as an educator in 1990 and began in Elmwood Park in 93. I've been a classroom teacher from grades 1 through 6, taught 7th and 8th grade reading intervention and language arts. For the past 8 or 9 years, I lose track, I've been the ELL teacher at Elmwood Elementary. My master's degree is in linguistics with a concentration to teach English as a second language, and I'm happy to be here today. Well, we are happy to have you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not as prepared, but um, I'm Joanna. I've been teaching for 11 years. I have always worked with EL students in some capacity. I think I've only had one year of not working with EL students when I first started here at Mills um, and teaching third grade gen ed. I've had bilingual classrooms. I've had sheltered English classrooms. I've been an EL co-teacher. And yeah, it's always been kind of a passion of mine. Okay, so you said the magic buzzword, which is Mm co-teaching. What is co-teaching and what does it look like? So co-teaching is a partnership. It's partnering two teachers together with different areas of expertise, and I think that's a really important part, different areas of expertise, providing a more effective, comprehensive instruction for students where they can learn from more Two or more teachers different that have different strengths, different approaches, or different teaching styles. So it's very creative, very collaborative, but mostly it's to support all students to succeed in the classroom. Okay, so when you're in a classroom, what does co-teaching look like? Before coming, and I work with my teachers and make sure that when I do come in, it's not a whole group lesson that we're doing, because I really hate to sit back and listen and, as a student. So I try to make sure that they're either working on centers or working in small groups. So when I come in, kids recognize me obviously right away and they quickly know where they need to be, what they need to do. And of course, with planning ahead of time, um, my co-teacher and I have a plan in mind and we split the class up, whether it's in four groups, it's in two groups, it's in five groups, it's individually, whether I take two kids or not. And we work on similar things, but at different levels. So sometimes I take the highest group, sometimes I take the lowest group, sometimes I take the kids that need to reteach retest. Yeah, it's it's flows. It just it's very it's flexible. Different. I yeah. think that's important to know it's very flexible and if you are a person who is not flexible but to be a teacher you must be. To make it work, you have to be able to do things on the fly. So sometimes co-teaching means changing directions in the middle of a lesson. Being able to at that point huddle with your teacher, huddle's a word that we often use, huddle up and make a change right there because Things happen, things change, and students sometimes need a different direction. That partnership, again, is important. Mm -hmm. That you know your teacher and you're able to give each other that look across the room that this isn't working or this is going great, we can skip and we can Mm -hmm. go ahead. And the kids are able to be more independent at this point. I think that people need to know that co-teaching is not like one teacher, one's aiding. Sometimes we assist, but we assist with a purpose. 
this is not on the list of questions, so get yeah. ready. Okay. How many co-teachers do each of you have? Because I think what I might yeah. be, as a listener who doesn't know what this is, I may be thinking, oh, you work with the same one teacher every day. Yeah. And I know that is not the case. Okay, so that could be that could be a challenge sometimes. And my schedule has changed multiple times because of some of these challenges. I'm kind of in five different places in one day. But I work with only four different teachers. So I might be in their classroom at two different times. Like in fifth right. grade, I'm in there. So... Um, a couple different times during the day. So that does make it a little bit easier. It all depends on our schedule. Yeah, and I have five different teachers. Five different grade levels as well? I have two third grade classrooms, okay. but four grade levels, five teachers. So yeah, it, it, that is a challenge. Along with that, it's the challenge to, when you're working with so many different teachers, you have to collaborate with all those teachers. Right. And we don't have common plan times with them most of the time. And so that's a struggle because our mornings are filled with, you know, professional learning uh, meetings, communities, and we're and we're collaborating with our teachers in in a very creative or different way. Yeah, texting. Yes, <laughs> I often text. Right, my yes. third grade teachers. I text. A lot I... of things are done electronically. Oh, absolutely. Now. Um, Google Docs. Yeah. Really help because teachers share plans with me, and then I will make notes based on those plans. I think a lot of it comes down to knowing your co-teacher and trusting and understanding. It's like a new partnership, like a, an arranged marriage. <laughs> like arranged marriage, exactly. Um, my teachers that I know very well that I've been working with for years, I know the direction, but there's sometimes with new teachers, you're still the co-teacher, so yeah, right. you don't want to step on anyone's toes. It's Getting to finding know each other and finding, yeah, yes, finding, that finding the trust and building the relationship so that they know you and you know where they're headed. And it takes time. It takes it time does. to build that trust and that relationship because you don't start the year like, okay, we're, this is what we're going to do and this is, it'll be perfect and this is our flow. It's never that way. It's, it's a relationship that's yes. got to be built. As a, as a gen ed teacher, you don't realize all your routines. A student can say, may I use the washroom? Well... I don't know what the rules are in here. Right. So you have to learn every rule in every Great place classroom. that you are in. And sometimes there's signals, and I'm looking at the wall. What does one finger up mean in this classroom? Yeah. And, um, we should so, have a universal. Yeah. So I don't think you know people who travel from place to place, that's a little bit more difficult. Well, it's also difficult because a lot of teachers are very used to having their classroom their space that they go in the morning, yeah. they have their routine to get ready for school, they have their, they know everything. You right. are the opposite of that because you're like the hurricane that is just flying everywhere, pulling all the right. parts together. You don't have necessarily a home space. You make the space your learning right. environment for your students. And what often happens to me too, having come from the classroom my, the last three years, is now being an ELL resource teacher, is I go into classrooms and I'm like, wait, that's not how I used to do it. Like, right. no, I, like, in my mind, I'm like, I know a better way. doesn't mean it's a better way. It's just better works it's different. for me. Mm -hmm. It works for me. So that is also hard. That is a challenge where I come in and I'm like, ooh, that's not how I used to do it, or that's not how I would do it. But it's not that it doesn't work. It's just not how it's I'm different. used to. Right. The challenge for me sometimes is moving from place to place, staying organized. Yep. Because yes. you're carrying <laughs> your things with you. And so I have to have a really systematic, organized way to stop back in my room, yeah. throw something down, pick the next, next thing up, next mm -hmm. thing up, okay. and um, off I go. It does keep you on your toes. 
It's a good. You get steps in during the day. You yeah. know, of course I try. do. Fitbit's always on charge. All right, so that's you know you guys kind of went into some of the challenges and some of the difficulties of of co-teaching, but there are definitely some benefits for the oh. students. What are they? Well, they get to learn from two teachers. I think that's amazing that you can be in a classroom with two teachers. I remember when I first started teaching, not that long ago, 11 years ago, it was just me. <laughs> it was just me in the room, and if I had 20 kids, 19 had to wait while I worked with one, or 15 had to work, wait while I worked with five. Right Now it's just, you know, we take half of the class, the other person takes the other half of the class. Kids are being seen more. Right. Not a, I mean, that's an obvious plus. FaceTime, and, and um, when there's two teachers in the room, the classroom teacher gets a bathroom break. They need it. That's and important. that's really important. That's yeah. Necessary. <laughs> yes. No, that's, that's not the most important, but uh, it does sometimes It's one help. of them, yes. Um, it gives us the ability to differentiate more in small group. We work in langu- during that language arts time, so we can differentiate more in small group. We can be more flexible in small group. We have. Um, it's not the same group I see every day, all year long. Kids move in and out. Teachers have different teaching styles. Teachers Mm -hmm. have different approaches. I bring different graphic supports Mm -hmm. or even visual supports that are good for all students. That Um, is a plus. We get to work with all kids, not just ELI-identified kids. Mm -hmm. I work with every kid. And then one of the other things I know is because I'm in two different fifth-grade classrooms, or um, I was in a fifth-grade and a fourth-grade, I can see great things that are happening yes. and and how teachers their art of teaching is amazing and I can help other teachers that might have a challenge. They look at a lesson, um, say that in the new ready gen we have a fourth grade teacher who's on lesson six and a fifth grade teacher is on lesson six. Well, they kind of mirror each other mm-hmm. and I had a teacher who did a great job on, let's say, lesson six. I don't remember what lesson it was. But she did such a great job on it. Her art of teaching it was so effective that I brought it to my other teacher because she said, I'm struggling with this. I don't know how I'm going to approach this. And I gave her the idea that another teacher was using. Mm -hmm. And we adapted it for another classroom. That's a very that's a big positive. It's, powerful. it's um, a benefit for both the students, but also for, for yourself. Right, exactly. You you know you continue to mold your craft by learning from so many teachers. Right, and I think it's a less threatening way to share our mm-hmm. experience. Absolutely, because we build that relationship. It's a great way to unofficially mentor someone too. Yeah, and I get to tell teachers what a great job they're doing because I'm in different places and. I'm not their evaluator. Coming from but, a colleague is, is a different meaning. But I'm meaning. seeing yes. it. Or we're there to support each other. But one of my favorite things is um, that the students see me, the co-teacher, as their teacher as well. And when that switch is flipped, it makes me feel really good. I think about, I think like a, a big plus for this year for co-teaching is that I think of myself back when I came here from Ecuador. I was a Neil student. I was... One of the kids that got pulled out of the room, who got taught the colors and who got taught the numbers. And I remember feeling like secluded. I remember like coming back and being like, what is everybody else doing? Oh my goodness. What are you, what paper are you on? What worksheet, what page are we on? What in the world is happening? And I like that now our kids are staying in their rooms. So they're hearing the same information. They have the same high expectations. You know, they're hearing everything. They're not being lost. And yes, it's challenging for them, but at the same time, they need that. And that I think inclusion it's also, is key. Absolutely. And parents aren't 
and you know in the future they're not going to be so inclined to refuse services because there is nothing different about Patricia and Patrick <laughs> you know right. there's nothing there's they're getting the same teaching they're getting the same two teachers working with them and don't you feel that the other students in the classroom are helping to take responsibility? Oh, yeah. And they're sharing that responsibility with, you know, of educating their peers. Because they, they seem to know, well, this student is with us all day, and he or she might need a little help. I speak their language. So students are more willing to step up and help their, help their peers. Well, they also have the example set by the teachers. They see two co-teachers working together to help each other out with the learning process, yeah. and they're going to mirror the exact same thing because that's what students do. So it's a great example of, of learning. What's What I always like to see is when you walk in and you see a student showing a teacher mm -hmm. how to do something and, and vice versa without yeah. that barrier in between of I should know this or I don't know this, that sort of disappears. We uh, get to experience so much and see so many teachers great teachers working, and that's a great example of can teach an old dog new tricks. I learn a lot of new things every day from the amazing teachers that I work with, and I feel that that is the best part of my day. Well, I'd like to thank Ms. Lafredo and Ms. Arias for being here today. Education is always changing from curriculum to the infusion of more technology to the actual definition of a teacher. How do teachers do it all alone? The answer, they don't. They collaborate, and co-teaching is just one of the examples of best practices that work. Check out our station for new and exciting stories about our district, and thank you for all you do for our community, district, and students. Until we meet next time, that is that for the Parkside Chat. Oh, thank you.